welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, and today we are talking about Lilo and Stitch. And we're joined by a special guest. Um, Our guest today is Matthew. Matthew, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a bit about where you came from? (laughs) Hello. Well, <laughs> this being a biology podcast, I can get no. Um, <laughs> hi, I'm Matthew. I am. I am on my own podcasts, and we've had you guys on. So hopefully, everyone listens to them and goes, "Wow, more movie podcasts!" Because the internet needs more movie podcasts. Um, I'm on a podcast called Pop Culture Deprived, where we talk about movies that people haven't seen before and that people love, and we get into a lot of detail on them. Not quite the same detail as you guys. <laughs> different details. Yeah, different, different details. details. Yes. Yeah. Yes. More movie details, less biology details. Less biology. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed not having to look up science for yes. <laughs> the one when I was on. I was like, oh, doesn't matter about any. I of did this still stuff. look up some science. Nice. Of course you did. I looked at. There was like two things in mine that uh, I looked up, but we didn't talk about because we were distracted talking about other things. Mm. And fitting with Matthew's uh, podcast is that Lindsay had never seen this movie before. <gasps> I haven't. Shocking. I don't really know. I think. Well, I think we've talked about this, like the Disney everything, because we've talked about a bunch of Disney movies before, mm. but I think I just fell off the Disney watching after Hercules because you can't really do better than Hercules, <laughs> in my opinion. Um, and then I didn't go back, really. I think until Tangled, I think, was probably was the first right. thing, because mm-hmm. Wreck-It Ralph was after Tangled, right? So, um, so I kind of have this big gap which mm. I missed a bunch of, like, all of the ones that are in here. Yeah. Um, but I did, like, this came out in 2002, and 2003 is when Nemo came out, and so mm. I was you kind just of, like... switched to Pixar I just instead. switched, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I should have, like, Lilo and Stitch is almost perfect for me, but mm. then Nemo came out, and I'm like, well, this is the movie for me. I went <laughs> with a bunch of people I worked with at the time, and we just, like, lost our minds about... Nemo, but anyway, um, Matthew, you'd seen this a bunch before, right? Because Matthew oh, is the one yeah. who suggested that we do this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this is one of my. Fa- I don't know what this period in Disney is called because you have the Disney Renaissance, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, The Lion King, through to sort of Hercules, Tarzan sort of time, and then you've got this weird period of you know they throw out every film they can, but they're a little hidden miss, and then you get to Tangled, and suddenly it's yeah. like oh. yeah. <laughs> I think this is one of the only ones, this one and The Princess and the Frog, I think are the only two in that period that actually, like, made money. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was reading that. I think when we talked about Rescuers Down Under, mm. um, because it's technically part of the Renaissance and it's, like, the worst mm. part, like, the worst performing one of the Renaissance, <laughs> okay. which is yeah. really, really unfair and why they didn't get to do another one, mm-hmm. um, because right. it had all of these high expectations. Oh, sorry, Rescuers Down Under isn't as good as... Lion King. Oh, um, but it yeah. actually when we were looking it up, it actually has a lot to do with the animation type. Mm-hmm. And this one has lots of different kinds of animation, which we might talk about. But I know Tangled has um, does a lot of different mm-hmm. types mm-hmm. of animation as well. So I don't know about the other movies in this period, like Princess and the Frog and whatever Brother Bear and Spirited Away and not Spirited Away. That's not Disney. Are, not Spirited Away. The other one was distributed by Disney. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know what the yeah what the animation is like, but I think feel that it has something to do with the periods. I don't know. I could be making that. Yeah, because this <laughs> this should have been a Renaissance film. The guy who made it, Chris, mm. 
The guy, it's, it's uh, yeah, that guy. Chris Sanders. Um, he like, uh, oh, it's been a while since I read up on it, but there was something about how he'd been developing Stitch for a long time. Mm-hmm. He was a, like an animator on some of the other stuff, and he'd been yeah. trying to get this film made, but it was so out of left field. They were like, "No, we're just doing the fairy tales and the classic yeah. stories for now, and then at some point we'll come back to them." But even like the mm-hmm. advertising for this ties into those Renaissance films and does Stitch interacting with Aladdin and yeah. Bell and all this. Like so. the poster even, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, and like I remember because I went to Disneyland right after this movie came out, okay. maybe like 2003, nice. but I hadn't seen it yet. Right. And But Stitch stuff was everywhere. Hawaii stuff was everywhere. Yeah. Like, like Moana like pre-Moana obviously because mm-hmm. it was 2003 but like everything was super Hawaiian and I was like my friend and I we hadn't seen it we were like just finished university and we're like I'm so confused <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is this blue thing and then I probably watched it like a couple of years later yeah and, and that's yeah. the strange thing about it even compared to like The Lion King it has performed so much better in terms of its longevity. The, the spin-off movies, the spin-off series, the yeah. international series, mm-hmm. and the character stuff that you get. You, you mm-hmm. get Stitch on everything. Stitch is a proper part of geek culture. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he, he is always done with Star yeah. Wars stuff. He's always done with Toothless, which yeah. is Chris Sanders. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. You know, so, you, so you've got that genetic Aww. thing going on there. Yeah, exactly. There's the <laughs> DNA in the two of them. So you see them together. Mm-hmm. You then see them put with Totoro and, and the Spirited Away stuff and... Yeah. yeah, everyone's just picked up on it. So yeah, when it came out, I was really into the idea of this because I was so into the Disney Renaissance. I'm exactly the right mm-hmm. age to have enjoyed mm-hmm. it yeah. You know, yeah. as a kid going with my parents to see them. And then this came out. I went to see it, loved it. Took my girlfriend at the time to see it, loved it. She bought me a giant stitch, which is guest star on the Yay! <laughs> <laughs> So and, great. you know, then got it on DVD as soon as it came out with the little stitch, which I put in my car. So. Aww. So yeah. cute. Stitch, 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 stitch. Yeah. yeah. I do think, like, this movie maybe is a little bit less kid friendly than some of the mm. other mm. Renaissance ones. Like, it's silly, but in terms of, like, the plot. Like, mm-hmm. Stitch is a super kid friendly character because he's ridiculous. Yeah. But, like, the plot is. Human problems? More complicated yeah. than. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, a pretty deep, in depth plot. So... It's such a grounded story mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Intergalactic, intergalactic yeah. genetic experiment that wants to destroy. You know? Yeah, it <laughs> you know. really is. Yeah. But then they tie it all into family. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, oh, oh, so great. Um, just like the animation part. So this one we'll link to the trivia and some and all that stuff. But this, like, when you watch it, if you pay attention, it, there's a they do a different thing with the backgrounds, and they're more like the matte mm. painting backgrounds of uh, like Dumbo. Mm. And stuff, which is a money yeah. saver, which was what Dumbo, um, they did. that's why they did it with Dumbo. But it's like, you can see it, and they're beautiful and fantastic. Uh, and they're real uh, places on, what is it, Kauai, I think? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. And so this is a really thing. And it, like that might have something to do with, like, I don't want to downplay how good this movie is, but like the budget was smaller, so then it was easier mm. for them mm-hmm. to get their money back. And it was one of those things, if you can imagine, like, they're not doing well. Pixar's doing all of this crazy stuff. Like, um, just thinking yeah. about their, how much money they spent on Tangled, which I know was later because they had to redo it all. Um, but, like, how badly they were doing at this part of time. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting. I'm actually reading uh, The Queens of Animation, which is a book about oh. some of the mm-hmm. women who were in the begin the beginning oh, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And um, they're talking about, they just talked about 
like the backgrounds and stuff. We haven't gotten to Bambi, uh, to Dumbo yet. Mm-hmm. They're working on Pinocchio right, right now, yeah. but That's it's really cool. cool. And I actually was thinking about it because I was reading that part after I watched Lilo and Stitch. I'm like, well, I heard about this book from another podcast, which I heard about from another podcast. I'm like, my life is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> So, so many, many podcasts. podcasts. I almost said too yeah. many podcasts, but no there's such no such thing. thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I liked also there was like so many other Disney-ish times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the the control room scenes, especially like the intergalactic um, council, was very Star Warsy. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I think no, that this was well, before I guess Disney's. Oh, is before Disney, but like they had Star Tours at yeah. Disneyland, so like there was some. Oh, they always had a yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then um, a bunch of the aliens were very Winnie the Pooh type. Like, there's a Tigger alien and a Piglet alien. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> yeah, I love I loved all the cool aliens. And it's it's the small things. They have a little robot alien in the council room scene, mm-hmm. and when Stitch swears at them in the alien language, he throws up. Not yeah, I saw that. It was super adorable <laughs> and like, amazing. Just yeah. classic, like That's so great cute. for. Uh, kid humor, yeah, but but not something you see in Disney. No, films. that's true. Just... Like I think maybe, no. mm. um, yeah. like you were saying, Chris Sanders. Like you know, we think about how many times Toothless throws up. So true. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's it's a half step away from what Disney would normally do. Like before this, they did um, the Emperor's New Groove, which is a wonderful film, amazing, really yeah. good fun, but cost a lot more. Performed very, you know, not very well. Suddenly at the cinema, mm-hmm. and, and I th- like. That film would also be in sort of the same era of Disney as as this one, yeah. Exactly, and it, it just it's such a standard thing. It's something is lost and then trying to get back to its home. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's the Toy Story plot that we see mm-hmm. in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. yeah, yeah, so great, so great. Um, yeah, so Stitch is like a single. He's I don't. It's hard to even call like a species because like yeah. the definition of a species is that. It's a group of animals that can all breed together, and Stitch mm. is a one of a kind creature, yeah. genetic creation. Yeah. yeah. So, but he's oh, he's, he's so, so cute. cute, and I don't even know if he's a he. I don't know no, we don't. They pronouns. refer to him as a he. <laughs> no. I think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I guess um, what's his face would yeah. know if he made that, but that's pretty un Disney <laughs> to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in the spin off series, so they did a couple of movies spinning off, and then they did a series where it's. They're trying to find all the experiments. He's experiment 626. So there's 625 other experiments they're trying to hunt down. A lot of them look like Stitch. But then there are variations on some of the styles. There's a girl one called Angel. <laughs> Nespa. Um, <laughs> the Smurfette problem. But there's like yes. there, there is a giant one. There's a water one. There's an electricity one. All mm. this kind of thing. Oh, cool. But they are always yeah. styled in very similar to Stitch. Mm. This is like mm. a interesting um, Project X kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, very much. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's utterly cute and very fun, yes. and, and through the movie goes through a whole learning process. Yeah. And like, oh, it's so adorable. He's he's the yeah. ugly duckling trying to yes. find his home. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's beautiful. Very, uh, but then you also get Lilo. Lilo's praying for an angel, and you get him jumping out of the evil lime green spaceship with lime green eyes, cackling. <laughs> I know they don't like, pull back on the the, the ridiculousness of yeah. it. and and he gets it's kind of like kind of similar to in Monsters Inc. Like he gets sort of saddled with this um, child who just mm-hmm. wants him to be a cute fluffy yeah. dog, and he's like, <laughs> "I want to eat everything and destroy everything." Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, mm. yeah, she's at the beginning, especially of their relationship, is kind of like his villain or like antagonist. antagonist. Like mm. they have, yeah, like mm-hmm. she thinks of them as like BFFs and teammates, but 
for yeah. him, <laughs> Lilo is like, oh, Love. that yeah, like, terrible child. Like Darla, twinkle, twinkle, little star. Yes, but not, but not that bad. <laughs> not quite that bad. Because, <laughs> you know, Lilo is True, lovely. and Darla um, is terrifying. Stitch ends up in Hawaii, which is, you know, a pretty sweet place to end mm. up. Um, and a pretty interesting place to end up as an invasive species or invasive mm-hmm. animal. Um, yeah. Who also is afraid of water. Um, there's this whole um, thing where they talk about his molecular density uh, is yeah. what's it? Uh, his molecular density is too great. He won't survive in water, which should mean that he drowns, which he does start to drown later. Yeah, like he sinks. He sinks yeah. because so he's heavier than water. Um, but mm-hmm. also then he's just afraid of water when like people spray him with stuff like a pet, which makes no sense at all with molecular density. Well, maybe it's just unfamiliar. I think I don't. Maybe that doesn't have anything I don't, to do. Like with it that. might be just unfamiliar, but they kind of lampshaded a bit of like it's water, so therefore he's afraid of it. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's a little bit strange. Um, they're like he he doesn't like water because of molecular density, and I'm like, well, why can't he just not like water? So. <laughs> I don't know. It's like his molecular density is too great. That's yeah. we're we all sink in water. It's not a big thing. I think though he sinks like so much that he like is physically incapable of. That's fair. Yeah, making good... making himself float mm. or yeah, make, like being able to surface. I don't know. The nev- yeah, but, it's yeah. a weird thing. But anyway, it was a bit strange. So Hawaii. Yes. Have you been to Hawaii, Matthew? Yeah. So I went partially because of this film. I would admit, you know, it was a place <laughs> I desperately wanted to go to. Went to Kauai. Went to the lighthouse because I had a map of all the different. <laughs> and oh, there's nice. a lot of movie places you can visit on the island. Mm-hmm. To yes. be fair. Um, but yeah, there was one that had the the, the lighthouse that he rides out nice. to. And there's a town that the town they're in is kind of based on, and they have murals of Leland Stitch on the wall. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yes, and, yeah. and yes, it does look exactly as it looks. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah, haven't been to Kauai, but I've been to Maui. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah, yeah oh, very yeah, nice. We yeah, yeah, yeah. We went on on the same trip with a bunch of friends and rented Brilliant. a house. And... Oh. Chaos. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, and and yes, you swim out to the sea, and oh, there's all these fish yeah. and coral, and uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, so good, so good. Um. Yeah, so Matthew had a few questions. Do you want to start with those? Yeah, so I kept thinking on, you know, trying trying to put a biology hat on. <laughs> good, good. Whether or not. So th- there is some interesting stuff in here because we have all the different aliens and different styles of aliens, yeah. different shapes, different different things. And there's a couple of sort of similarities between them. Uh, you know, they're all different sizes, but a lot of them have multiple arms. Stitch has multiple mm-hmm. arms. He has six arms. Yeah. Six, six limbs. Yeah, yeah, six arms. arms. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. Um, Going back to uh, our tardigrade episode, Stitch, his limbs look yeah, very really tardigrade Yeah, so on Earth, and I don't know about other planets because we haven't gotten there yet, um, but on Earth, uh, basically, well, not basically, all land vertebrates have four limbs because uh, they all evolved from a common ancestor, which was like a lobed or fleshy finned fish okay. that had, and so like the, the pectoral fins and the two uh, anal fins turned into limbs to help support that animal on land. And so every land vertebrate or tetrapod, four-legged thing, um, all evolved from a common ancestor. So that's why everything has four four limbs. And then those limbs have evolved into like hands and wings and all kinds okay. of stuff. Except for dragons. And okay. then we get into a different section. Except for dragons. <laughs> yes. So that's why dragons evolved separately. Exactly. <laughs> fair, very fair, and are now off yes. in their own place, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, it, could we? Could there be a planet that has a more viscous sea that life evolves into, so creatures have more fins? Definitely. Yeah, like, I, f- and... I feel like it's kind of a coincidence mm-hmm. that 
fish ended up with four limbs. Like, four wasn't great. Like, I think it's always going to be two-sided, or not always, but, like, pretty early on, things evolved pretty bilateral Mm -hmm. symmetry, like, you know, two halves of your face. So there's always going to be pairs of things, especially once you get into vertebrates with a single backbone. Yeah, and it's just, it's... So you're going to have pairs coming off that. Yeah, thinking about other fish with different, like, Mm -hmm. because it was just, like, this one group of fish that evolved um yeah with and it has right. like even just larger um anal fins because sometimes there's no anal fins or they're really small or whatever mm-hmm. like um mm. cod the families of cod like they have three dorsal fins yeah um but still the, yeah, all the other like normal ones medium. right okay. the dorsal fins aren't going to evolve mm-hmm. into legs because that's backwards but there's lots of different but there's fish. there's the caudal there's a isn't there there's a caudal fin isn't there a single fin on the there bottom is sometimes? yeah there's still yeah there's yeah. a caudal fin on the bottom so that's just one and then the two pectoral mm-hmm. fins like so many different kinds of fish species families have different numbers of fins in different places different sizes like it's just a complete random thing that the one with the four decided to be the one to crawl out like there's uh the coelacanth yeah. which is the one that has uh that started moving in the way that we move i Again, this is an audio okay. medium, but you know, think about how you're, how like cats and dogs move, right? Like right foot, right hand, mm-hmm. left foot, kind of thing. The alternated, yeah. Um, and so that yeah, kind of group of fish at. are the ones that we've found that like, still exist that move their fins that way. And so those are the kinds of one of the links to the animals who mm-hmm. crawled out and became land animals. So it's okay. yeah, and I think it's just. The, kind of probably the one that survived the best but again that's earth right like it could have been anywhere that right. had yeah. more yeah so like if if yeah if the ocean was more viscous or like having more fins or fewer fins or like a totally different arrangement made more sense like or if something more like vertically oriented rather than horizontally oriented yeah you could have ended up with all kinds of yeah, stuff totally. interesting okay so so on a similar point then mm-hmm. eyes we see a, a vast difference in yeah. eyes in this you have Jumba, who has multiple eyes, you have Bigly, who has one, mm-hmm. and other creatures mm-hmm. that have different numbers. Is is this a thing on Earth? Is this a thing that could happen? So, vertebrates basically have your two eyes that are, they have lots of different positions in vertebrates. Mm. Like, our eyes are very much on the front of our face. We've got lots of animals where they're more on the sides of their mm-hmm. face. Um, two eyes have lots of advantages in terms of depth perception, and um, yeah, basically depth perception is the main one, because you can okay. Like the dif- the your brain kind of does it automatically, but like the difference in size of two, the the image that you get from your mm-hmm. two eyes is how you get right. depth. Perception. Yeah, if you're ever confused, try um, losing one of your contacts, and then you okay. know <laughs> what depth perception is so important. Yeah. Um, Put it in the other yeah. way. <laughs> yeah, but like I like structures have evolved in a whole bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. Like a whole bunch of invertebrates have like light and dark sensing organs that have continue to evolve into eyes okay but those don't really have anything in common with our eyes yeah and Um, yeah so stitch and these other aliens we assume are vertebrates we didn't we don't see any like hmm. slug like ones like you might see in monsters inc but not aliens monsters Mm -hmm. but you know like there's nothing more um bug like in this movie they're all pretty vertebrate Mm -hmm. they're pretty bipedal bipedal yeah Mm. so we would assume that like most of them would have unless there was a reason like um on a different planet to have more eyes like it's just a similar and you can see like even um 
with what's his face the the guy who created stitch like he's still symmetrical right like he's got four eyes they're very Mm -hmm. like he's still a you know a symmetrical being like most vertebrates if you draw a line down Mm -hmm. the middle we're all pretty much the same so stuff like that yeah um Mm. yeah so some vertebrates also have another I in air quotes. <laughs> There's inverted um, commas in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is kind of like a protuberance out of the pineal gland of the brain. Mm-hmm. And it is more used for sensing like um, temperature and like heat and stuff, I think. I'm not, it's very confusing. Okay. Um, and there's one um, reptile, or yeah, there's one reptile, the Tuatara has one also. But okay. this eye is always, once the um, individual's an adult, is like covered in skin, so it's not sensing light. Right. And it's usually on the back of the yeah. head. Okay. Um, uh, and, and so that's more similar to like an invertebrate eye, because it's just like a collection of nerves mm. that sense things. sense things externally. And, and that's interesting, because there's a comment somewhere about Pleakley, the, the sort of antenna bit mm-hmm. above his eye, yeah. is a sense organ, mm-hmm. a bit like mm-hmm. an ear and a nose combined. It's like, oh, okay, that's kind of oh. a thing. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, um, that makes yeah. sense. Like, the the even though they all look different and they have different eyes and different appendages and whatever, like, they all are mm-hmm. still being used for the similar things that we would be using our eyes and right. hands and nose for. So, Yeah. They all yeah. have the same, they just yeah. and evolved then, differently for whatever reason that they did on that planet. Yeah, you know? and then, yeah, so there is that, the one alien that has, like, the one big eye, mm-hmm. um, and that, with the ways that, like, vertebrate eyes have evolved, probably wouldn't do well, because we were talking about depth perception, but this is an alien, so, like, they could have somehow depth perception in the same eye mm-hmm. by right. doing depth perception differently, yeah. or, like, maybe it's a compound eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, lenses uh, or whatever, who knows, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the one who's built a bit differently because he's got kind of four. He's more yeah. like a, a monster for Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and he's very mm. vertical. Yeah, yeah. so fun. Mm. Yeah. Okay, well, one one last question, and this might get a little dark. Lilo talks about not wanting to feed a tuna sandwich to Pudge the fish who controls the weather. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very very mm-hmm. important consideration in the film. Obviously, mm. would the fish have eaten? tuna in the tuna sandwich out of a can type of way probably um, if he's eating peanut butter yeah. and jam then or just peanut butter right. as jam mentioned um yeah i don't know he would have like it's just it's food if he's a uh whatchamacallit eater omnivore carnivore no the um opportunistic, opportunistic. um <laughs> right if he's an opportunist or like scavenger, scavenger opportunistic mm. kind of um predator then that's then he would have eaten it and you know like she yeah. goes on this whole thing and it's very funny about fish eating fish but that's what fish eat is fish yeah lots of fish eat other <laughs> like fish okay. a fish okay. the size of pudge or a tropical fish is never going to eat a tuna because tunas are way bigger than most people would assume that they are yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. like seven yeah. feet long tunas are giant uh, so, but also then, you know, therefore tunas eat fish because that's what they eat. Yeah. Yeah. Tuna eat, I think tuna eat fish that fish, eat fish. Yeah. like they're really they're very tough. high up. In right. the okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. so yeah, it's perfectly reasonable. And yeah. if that, yeah, if that fish is eating bread, then it's going to eat whatever yeah. in the world. And also like okay. eating bread whatever constantly like. and digesting it and not dying. Like, yeah, this fish could eat anything. This fish can yeah. eat anything. <laughs> yeah no yeah some fish are super picky about what they eat um especially like in a fish 
tank, mm-hmm. you know, home kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Some fish are super picky and some are will eat really anything, yeah. right. um, which isn't always a great thing <laughs> if they're eating bread. Yeah. But yes, I would not recommend feeding your fish a sandwich. No, I would not either. <laughs> also, Pudge is like half the size of that sandwich. I think, yeah, don't overfeed your fish. Yeah, I no, I, I think she had it in a Ziploc bag, which like, keep your plastic away from the ocean. Yep, also yeah, true. Yeah, too. Yeah. That too. So mm-hmm. sad. Um, okay, so there's a really convoluted, not really convoluted, but like the complicated part of the plot that's kind of like a side plot, it's not like the main part, is that Earth was saved from aliens in order to protect and preserve our mosquitoes, which may or may not have been alien. I don't know if they were alien or not. Like, the what I got at the end was that when the aliens invaded whatever year it was, Area 51, Roswell, all that mm-hmm. stuff, they, um, the aliens were going to destroy us, destroy Earth, and then the guy, the CAA guy, the, um, yeah, Cobra, said that mosquitoes are an endangered species. So they were already there, mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so then they decided yeah. to protect them, and we were, became a protected planet, which is very funny for us and lots of children because mosquitoes, horrible. Are yeah. terrible. Everyone hates mosquitoes. Terrible. So. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if yes. they were an alien, but like I think with the assumption that mosquitoes might exist other places, I think that that would be the assumption. That mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, in the galactic world, everything on Earth yeah, only exists exactly. on Earth, so then yeah. wouldn't you want to protect everything? Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, mosquitoes are a, a galactic phenomenon? I guess so. Mm. I, don't I don't know. Or mm. mosquitoes are are the only things that are on Earth and all the other planets have everything else. Whales and rhinoceroses and mm. whatever. I don't know why I picked well, those well, two okay. animals. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the big the big security dude looks like he's evolved from a whale. Mm. So, mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe. But yep. so, like, they talk about um, they visited Earth and mosquitoes mm-hmm. are very good at travelling. So here, here is my Hawaii mosquito Ooh. thing. Because... I was on a tour, I think, on the Big Island, um, and they they talked about how there were mosquitoes only up to a certain point of the volcano, and beyond that, the mosquitoes can't survive. Mm-hmm. And they know exactly the year mosquitoes came to the island because there was a, a specific ship that basically switched mm-hmm. its water out when it visited the islands, mm-hmm. and that dumped mosquitoes oh, into their population. Yeah. And it's like so it's bad. it's fascinating to come from, yeah, and, and you know, Hawaiian history is so fascinating compared to me because like. We've got Caesar's diaries. Yeah. You know, thousands of years. We've got written language and this sort of thing. And then you go there, they're like, oh, 150 years ago, this thing happened. And we're not totally sure because it's not a written language. Mm -hmm. It's really Mm -hmm. interesting to understand the different ways that these things transfer. But they know precisely which ship came and gave them blooming mosquitoes. Oh, the worst. (laughs) Amazing. So crazy. So maybe the mosquitoes got on one of the other ships and that's how mosquitoes have travelled through the... Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And then they've... Like, yeah, they came hundreds of years ago or something. Yeah. 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 So um, I'll put this really great article. It's from Ooh. Nature in the show notes. Because I remembered as soon as I heard this, I was like, oh, I read an article about this. And basically, it's a bunch of ecologists talking about, like, it wouldn't actually be that bad if mosquitoes just well went extinct. No. <laughs> Which is oh, like, wow. a, it's an unusual... Basically, the biggest... There's other consequences, but the biggest consequence is that there would be more humans. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Especially in, in Africa. Africa. Yeah. Okay. Because, and but also maybe there wouldn't actually be more humans because that's a very complicated thing is yeah. that like people stop having kids at 
high, like people stop having as many kids when it's safer to have fewer kids mm-hmm. kind of thing, yeah. like population so, yeah. dynamics. Um, but also then like countries in like sub-Saharan Africa where malaria is such a huge um, issue, like resource mm-hmm. issue, like they, all their resources have to go to put it fighting malaria. Mm-hmm. So who knows what? So then they'd have resources for other yeah. stuff. Which would be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then everybody would be happy. Maybe this is the year that yes. mosquitoes go extinct because nobody's outside. <laughs> so Maybe. Hopefully maybe. so. You never know. I hope so. It would be a it would be yeah, a really I'd good bonus. Like we went through all of this in twenty twenty, <laughs> but the but the outcome was but, that mosquitoes are gone forever. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Although then I don't know how we would explain Jurassic Park to our future generations. Well that was the the other thing, like, <laughs> if we don't have mosquitoes, it reduces the chance for the next civilization after humans to do Jurassic mm. Park for humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it's true. Although we have we have our blood and DNA in all sorts of different places, so I, I think that they would be okay. It's true. Um, That's true. Yeah. People are weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, dinosaurs didn't do that. They didn't preserve their DNA in computer files. And <laughs> Silly dinosaurs. <laughs> That we know of. True. That we know of. True. Maybe somebody is working we on Jurassic Park right now. Who knows? Maybe. Okay. Do you have any? Anybody else have anything else that you want to bring up? Uh, Lindsay, did you enjoy it? Coming I to did. It? I really, really liked it. Um, right. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. Like you know, I mm-hmm. started watching it. and I'm like, well, I, I know what's going to happen because I've watched Disney movies before, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> um. It was great. I really loved the super random, like, Elvis stuff, because it was just so <laughs> random. And, uh, yeah, the ugly duckling, and yeah, it was adorable. And I love the end when everybody's a family, and I cried a lot, because emotions. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's his family, and it's little and broken, but he yeah. found it all on his own. Aww, it's so good. <laughs> it's like yeah. the plot of Muppets from oh. Space, but that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also a great movie. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was great, and I'm definitely gonna Amazing. watch it again because why not? Yeah, are the, I've never watched any of the sequels or the series. Are they worth watching, Matthew? Um, a bit of mixed quality. The yeah. oh, because there's Stitch has a glitch, which I think is Lilo and Stitch two, but mm-hmm. it's you know only okay. There is Stitch, which I think is the setup for the series, which is pretty good because it sets up a series. Um, and then there's Leroy and Stitch, which might finish the series or might also be a setup for the series, hmm. which is, again, you know, not bad interesting idea. There's Leroy. Is it Leroy? Something like that. He is like yeah. Experiment 625, oh. and he's lazy and loves sandwiches. Ah, nice. <laughs> it's like he's the antithesis of Stitch, you know. <laughs> That's cute. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they um, are good fun. Good. Awesome. Well... I think that probably brings us to the end of our episode. If you have other questions, you can reach out to us on social media at Nature Finds a Pod on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And you can check out our website, naturefindsapod.com. Matthew, where can people find you and all your work? Everywhere I'm on Twitter, I'm at, at Matthew Vose because I'm really not exciting on my <laughs> Twitter handles. Um, we do a whole load of different podcasts. Pop Culture Derived is our movie podcast, but we have a number under our, our network called Eloquent Gushing, so you can find us everywhere, Eloquent Gushing. If you like the Arrowverse, we do Across the Arrowverse. If you like the Great British Bake Off, we do Worth the Calories. We do, <laughs> it's one's about uh, discovery of witches. You name it. We probably have talked about it somewhere. Yes, <laughs> they're all great. Mm-hmm. They're and all great. 
as of mid June, late June, you guys have come on and talked to us about awesome, awesome. You brought such good films on for us to talk about. Yay. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, so fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I also love um, um, the southern one that Mandy does. So oh, southern fried pop yeah, culture. Yeah, that one. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, so talking about <laughs> so that's talking about southern representation in pop culture, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting. It is really interesting, particularly for a non-southern US person. Yeah, you know, definitely, yeah. it's interesting, but Such it's also fun because foreign world to just yes. revisit some some really great rom-com movies. Ah, oh, good times. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be back in two weeks with Alien. Speaking of oh movies, neither of us have seen before because we don't like scary movies. So we picked oh yeah, no. we picked the bright we are nervous the brightest time of the year to watch it. So yes. we can't get <laughs> and we oh. are in a bubble together yeah. for quarantining. So, so we went watch it together together at Lindsay's house in the sunshine. <laughs> That's probably there is a franchise happen. that has some interesting biology stuff over all the series, which is why we're yeah. doing it. We know that there's a lot of biology. We know it's a high quality movie. We're just, we're very scared. I got scared Chickens. during I Know What You <laughs> yeah. Did Last Summer, guys. So this is going to be a really big deal <laughs> yeah, for me. I can't watch those movies. So we'll Cannot be back. wait. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Yes, thanks for yes, coming, thank Matthew. You. So great. Yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. If we survive watching Yay. this movie. <laughs> okay, bye.